Welcome to another episode of Heated Conversations. Today we have another Division Three program that's part of the podcast. We have assistant coach at the University of Wisconsin Whitewater, Chloe Edgren. Um, she is she's an alumni of the program. Um, she was part of back-to-back uh, recent teams that won national championships in 2018 as well as 2017. And now she's back coaching uh, the Warhawks um, and excited to have her on. And little fun fact is um, in that 2018 season, I was coaching there and she was one of my athletes. So it's an honor to kind of see her in this position and um, growing as a coach and also growing in her own personal life. So thank you, Chloe, for being a part of the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to meet back up and catch up. So yeah, how's everything been since 2018? I know you and I kind of have kept up a little bit with, um, you know, seeing you at nationals and stuff like that. Um, Tell me about life from when you finished your gymnastics career to now being an assistant coach back at your alma mater. Yeah, so what a whirlwind uh, the past few years have been for for me and honestly, like I feel like the whole world. Um, So 2018, I graduated um, with a bachelor's in environmental science and geosciences. Um, I went on to a master's program at University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. Uh, I got my master's in geography um, and emphasized in like bioclimatology. Um, So very different. Um, COVID happened, proceeded to move forward with, um, I got a a great job that I loved at a local um, county government at the local health department. I was environmental health specialist for a few years. I had interned there when I was in college. So it was kind of cool to be back um, doing full-time work for them. Uh, it was tricky. It was hard during COVID working for a public health department. Um, even though I was doing environmental work, it was a lot of COVID response. Um, and then we kind of started coming out of COVID and this position opened up at Whitewater. Um, and I had been helping out pretty part time for, I guess, probably a year, probably two years beforehand. Um, but the, a full time position opened up and um, I don't know. I, my heart kind of always pulled me back to Whitewater. Um, so I was I was there part time and, you know, I, I kind of wanted to move forward with pursuing the full time position. And I knew it was going to be a huge change going from environmental work to um, back into like full time coaching. But I've been coaching for a really long time. So. Um, so, yeah, about just probably like a year and a half ago, a year and a few months ago, I took the full time position. Um, so now I'm the assistant coach for the college team. I also am a lecturer in the uh, kinesiology department. And then I'm the director of, we have a youth gymnastics program on campus called Jim Hawks. Um, so I'm the director of Jim Hawks now. So um, it's been, a, and again, you know, with COVID and we had no nationals for two years in a row. And then we had a adjusted meet schedule, kind of our first year back after COVID. And um, finally the past couple of years, things have been getting pretty back to normal in the Division Three gymnastics world. So um, we're excited to see what 2024 brings for us. Very exciting. That sounds great. Um, I think that's quite the journey to be able to, you know, go and get your master's, you know, finish obviously your bachelor's and then find your way back home in regards to, you know, being a coach at the place that you're able to pursue your gymnastics college career. Um, can you talk a little bit about what Whitewater means to you 
and what does this opportunity mean to you? Yeah, yeah. So I guess I should probably start kind of going back um, 11 years ago-ish when I was a senior in high school and I was really pursuing um, the opportunity to do college gymnastics. Um, I was really looking into other schools. I think, you know, everyone dreams of being a D1 gymnast and getting a full scholarship somewhere. And that was always my dream growing up too. Um, so I was definitely looking at basically any school besides Division Three, um, And I was um, pretty heart set on a different school um, due to some scholarships they were providing um, and financial um, responsibility was very important to me. Um, so I was kind of working with this other school and planning on going there. And my dad, on a whim, took me up on a visit to Whitewater. We were from down in Illinois, so it wasn't crazy far away. Um, and my sister went to school at University of Wisconsin-Madison. So we just kind of drove up one day on a whim. And basically from the second I stepped foot on campus, I was having second thoughts about everything. Um, I just, I loved it. I Everyone was so welcoming and friendly. Uh, I was purple. Who doesn't love purple? Um, I got to watch, you know, pieces of practice. And I was like, okay, this is so much fun. Like, everyone seemed to be having a good time. Um, the coaches were friendly. It was just like a great atmosphere. And I honestly probably wasn't here for more than a few hours by the time my dad and I left and actually went to visit my sister. Um, and I, I don't know. I just, I kind of left and was like, man, that was awesome. <laughs> it was like a good feeling, you know, in your, in your heart. Um, so a couple months went by and I was kind of, was in the back of my head. I'm like, okay, I really liked Whitewater, you know, but I was so worried about money and scholarship and division one, division two. And, um, we were at a meet in the spring, um, the Chicago style, like Navy pier meet that used to happen a long time ago. And Jen, the head coach literally like hunted me down at the meet, like chased me around after the meet was over and was like, are you coming to Whitewater? And I was kind of like, okay. <laughs> and so I, <laughs> the rest is history. I, you know, I, um, I was like, okay, you know, it's gotta be, it's in my head. It's some like, it just kind of keeps coming back up. Um, so I, I started to pursue Whitewater at that point. I you know, finished my application and got accepted and moved forward with coming, um, which was really scary. Cause I was like, okay, you know, financially, maybe this wasn't the best choice. Cause I was really banking on a scholarship, which was, you know, the whole plan all along. Um, but then I, I, from the second I came to our, my first year of summer camp before freshman year even started, I knew this was the place for me. Um, that first week of summer camp, I met some of my best friends still to this day. And that was, you know, 10, 11 years ago. Um, and every moment from then on was just insane. Like it was a tough journey. Like I was injured for most of it and there were times where it was hard because I was also working to try to pay for school. But honestly, you know, the support from the team and the coaches, my experience at Whitewater changed my entire life um, for the better. So, yeah, so I, I did I did five years. Um, I was, again, I was injured a lot. So I ended up taking a fifth year, um, finished my education. And I just, like, I, I thought from the day I was born, I was meant to do like environmental work, atmospheric sciences, like that's what my heart was set on. But the second I left gymnastics behind when I graduated and went on to grad school, there was like this void. 
Um, so having the opportunity to come back and not like fill my own personal void, but also give back to all these athletes and give back to the school that gave me so much, that meant more than anything. So um, I think it kind of comes down to, I always wanted to like kind of teach something, whether it was environmental science, atmospheric sciences, geography, um, but I found that passion now in like teaching gymnastics and coaching gymnastics. So, so yeah, my blood runs purple. We bleed purple here at Whitewater and it, it really does. Um, you know, I met my husband here. Uh, he was a Warhawk alumni as well. He was a wrestler here. So um, couldn't be more passionate to be back in the place that started it all for me. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I think uh, it's an awesome testimony when those things are able to line up and you're able to really feel good about the place that you went to. And even though, like you talked about, you had some injuries and stuff like that, it still didn't change how you felt about it. You had a great support system and a great um, time and, you know, and a lot of best friends and even your spouse you found, which is, I think, amazing. And I think that's really important when it comes to pursuing, you know, college, especially college sports is not just the sports. It's what, where the, that sport can take you to be able to continue life after that, just because, you know, for the most, most part that, at least in gymnastics, it's a fraction of the time of your life that you're going to be doing this, right? And you're just going to use the sport to be able to meet um, people who are going to be awesome influences on you and you can be awesome influences on. So I I think that's amazing. I totally uh, agree. And gymnastics really sets you up for life outside of gymnastics. I mean, I think a lot of sports do, but just the time commitment and time management and, you know, leadership and teamwork skills. I feel like you. I learned so much from the sport that it kind of set me up for success lifelong. Now, talking about Whitewater, at least regionally located, where are you located? You mentioned um, Illinois. So, um for people who may not know anything about um, Whitewater and where it might be located, we've had some other Division Three programs and another Wisconsin school already on the podcast. But um, where are you located, one, regionally in the country, but also specifically in Wisconsin? Yeah, so um, Whitewater, Wisconsin, welcome to small-town Wisconsin. We are um, we're in Wisconsin, obviously, southern end um north of the illinois border kind of in south central wisconsin so we're probably less than an hour from milwaukee less than an hour from our capital city madison um, but on that like south central side of wisconsin um, our town is pretty small it's probably somewhere around 14 15,000 people um, but our university is a is a pretty good size somewhere between i think 11 and 12,000 students um, and it hosts it holds like graduate and undergraduate programs. Um, We've got a sister school down at uh, UW Rock County, which is the county over from us. So um, we're kind of on the border of three different counties here in Whitewater, but yeah, small town tucked kind of in like a triangle with uh, Milwaukee and Madison, but um, less than two hours from probably Chicago, probably about two hours from Chicago. So um, got some big cities in the area, but we're definitely a small town. Talk about what the university brings to the town and then what things that you can do. Because um, I know you mentioned how Madison is less than an hour as well as Milwaukee is less than an hour. So what are some things that 
a potential prospect athlete would come to do or even just students would come to do um, at Whitewater? Yeah, so um, it, the school itself, since it's a pretty good size, I feel like it's a good happy medium. It's not crazy huge, but it's not teeny tiny. Where you still get to meet new people every day. You still have a lot of opportunities to get involved, um, you know, clubs on campus and sports. We have a huge athletics program. Um, so lots of great opportunities on campus for involvement. Um, very reasonable class sizes, which is a really impressive thing for the size of school we have. Um, but outside of, I guess, in town, we've got a pretty good amount of stuff. Um, we've got, you know, your standard like stores, we've got a Walmart, we've got fast food restaurants, we've got a lot of um, local like family owned businesses like restaurants and such, um, which is really great. Um, I think our town really prides itself on the small town like family owned um, businesses. Um, so that's something that's really important to us. Immediately around us, there's a lot of agriculture. Um, it's kind of like that northern Illinois, southern Wisconsin, really a lot of Wisconsin. Um, we're very agriculturally based. Um, so, but that kind of brings some cool things too. We've got a lot of like apple orchards, um, pumpkin patches, so fall this time of year, even though it snowed a couple of days ago. Uh, it's a really great time to get outside and experience those things. There's like corn mazes and all that stuff. Um, We've got a couple cities close by, again, like the two big cities, but then also um, other areas, like a, we have one city that's got like huge outlet malls. Um, we've got uh, Janesville, which is kind of right down the road from us, a short drive that has any restaurant you can imagine, like Target and all of the bigger stores. Um, there's a movie theater in town. There's a movie theater on campus. There's a bowling alley on campus. So still tons of stuff to do. Um, lots of ways to get involved. I think the university brings a lot to the city of Whitewater because there's a huge student population and there's a lot of like community-based learning opportunities, volunteer opportunities. The university really supports the town and the town really supports the university. So I think it's a really good relationship they have. Um, but yeah, I was kind of worried coming from kind of like Chicago suburbs. I'm like, man, that's small. <laughs> um, but there's tons of stuff to do and you, you kind of just have to get out of your shell and go experience things. So, yeah. And what are some of the things that drew you when you were pursuing it? You know, when you stepped on, you're like, man, you know, I really enjoyed my experience. And it was pretty soon after you kind of stepped on campus. And what were some of the things that you saw? as a your student athlete yeah i think um the structure of like the city and the surrounding areas and the school like i wanted a kind of happy medium school i didn't want a huge school that i was going to get lost at and had to take a bus to class and i didn't want to have to deal with that um so the kind of medium to to it was, i think it was really good size. it's a good size school um that was very comforting to me um, I knew they had a pretty strong science department, so that was something that was also important to me. Um, academically, um, to be honest, academics were not really my strong suit in high school, and I knew that I really needed to work hard. Um, so I wanted to have a good relationship with my professors and advisors. Um, so I started early kind of reaching out to them and setting up like what my academic plan was gonna look like. Um, and they were so welcoming very understanding of like my crazy schedule with sports and work and classes and everything um so i feel like i got a really good connection with them early on that kind of drew me in 
Um, and then again, like the athletics program is honestly, especially for Division Three, unbeatable. We've got 20,000 fans coming to football games, which is crazy. Wow. Um, just the support at that time when I was being recruited, we were, you know, on the road to winning almost every, you know, big national champion. Like my freshman year, we won baseball, football, basketball, men's and women's wheelchair, res or, sorry, wheelchair um, basketball, wrestling was successful. Um, gymnastics won a national title in 2013 and then 2014 that my freshman year um, athletics outstanding um, and supportive not just successful but like everyone was a supporting one another um, there are ways to get involved with the student athlete advisory committee and um, I don't know just again that welcoming supportive atmosphere um, and I think you know the head, the coaches and Jen the head coach really was putting the student first before the athlete. Uh, she still says it to this day that you're a student and then you're an athlete. Yeah. Um, and that was important to me because I knew probably my whole life I was an athlete student. <laughs> yeah. So kind of shifting that mindset was important for me because I knew that I had to be very strong academically in order to be able to compete um, for, for the gymnastics team. So, um, yeah, so I think just the support overall very warm and welcoming atmosphere within athletics within the gymnastics team itself um i i never felt as like welcome and at home than i did stepping into the gymnastics gym here um yeah and the, the support for everything when i was struggling in a class or i worked late the night before and i was really tired and everyone just always seemed to understand and want to help you yeah. um so coming onto a really big team was exciting for me and now you had also mentioned that um, the surrounding area is really agricultural. So is that some of the academic degrees or areas of focus that are pretty popular at Whitewater? Or what do they offer academically for students and then for obviously student athletes? Yeah, so academics, um, surprisingly, maybe not surprisingly, yes, we are very agricultural, big in the area. Um, but we have one of the best business programs in the country. Um, so maybe a little different than getting out, you know, and getting your boots dirty, but uh, we have a, one of the best business programs in the entire country. Um, our American Marketing Association is always extremely successful. Um, we've got a fantastic business program. Um, additionally, we have um, a huge um, like teaching education program we graduate the most licensed teachers in the state of Wisconsin. Um, so that's a really cool statistic. Um, and we've got, we've had tons of girls on our program go through the education department. We've got girls currently on our program in education. Um, they're really, really great about setting you up to be ready to, to run a classroom um, when you graduate. So huge education department, huge business program. Um, again, I came from the letters and sciences side of things. Um, we had a lot of resources on and off campus to get in the field. Um, so we have like a nature conservancy on campus. We have a greenhouse on campus. We have a campus garden on campus. Um, so areas you can get in the field, get involved. Um, our teachers, at least I can speak for my own, the professors are very big on getting you experience. So um, one of the professors I had took us out to a stream and we did water samples or they would take us to, you know, we live in a very uh, glaciated area. So the last time the, the, glacier, the icebergs came through, 
Um, a lot of our buildings on campus are actually named after um, geomorphological features. Um, so like Laurentide is one of our, it's like our academic success center, a writing center, tutoring services. Laurentide was named after the ice sheet that was sitting on Wisconsin during the last ice age. Um, so again, fun fact, Drumlin and Esker, two of our dining halls on campus were named after um, glacial features, glacial landform features, trying to put this into like, you know, yeah. not nerdy terms. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, the area is really cool. We're at the southern part of the Kettle Moraine State Forest. So there's a ton of opportunities to, there's another thing probably that drew me, um, lots of outdoors hiking trails lakes there's a lake right outside of town i didn't even mention that earlier um, so the girls will go to the lake or go to the beach in the summer or when it's warm out uh, during summer camp and there's i was into like kayaking and fishing and stuff so you can do all that stuff no i think that's really important being able to kind of talk about the town and so it gives people a sense of feel of where they would be looking into and you know and it even piques some of their interest because i think mm -hmm. in the process obviously there's certain things that we think are prior priorities in our mind just because of whatever perspective we have like you had mentioned prior to you coming the financial piece was huge right so you're trying to get scholarships and trying to do the school right typically if you're going to a division one division two school they're a little bit bigger and creates a different type of um, environment but you're able to find a small town where it had a smaller academic ratio in regards to your class sizes but as well giving when it comes to sporting events having that big sporting event feel even though it's not you know 50,000 uh, people at a football game but if you have like 11,000 on average students but you're having 20,000 people coming out to the football games one your football team's doing pretty good two the community is coming out and three it seems like a lot of people have pride and alumni are also probably coming out to be able to make that so it's, it's beyond just a college town in Whitewater, and we just kind of stay within ourselves. It kind of seems that's typically what happens unless it's a really big school that's known nationwide, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I always say small town, big opportunities. Honestly, like, and I, I think a huge part of college is, you know, you make what you want of it. It's, it's, you're not just going to be handed opportunities and handed things. You really have to like make it your own. Right. Um, it's your own experience. So, yeah. Let's start off with talking about the staff. Cause I know you mentioned Jen being the head coach. Can you kind of talk about um, who your coaches are, what they bring to the program? Yeah. So we'll start with Jen, um, head of the house. She is our head coach. She's going into her 22nd year as head coach here, I believe, um, which is crazy. So she um, was a graduate from Springfield College in Massachusetts. Um, at the time, they were Division II and ended up transitioning to Division Three. So she's also pretty familiar with the D3 lifestyle. Um, she kind of came out here on a whim. Um, she has a teaching background. Um, so she, she came out on a whim, did her visit. And, you know interviews and all of that and it, once again the rest is history she <laughs> she became she converted to full warhawk um so she she's been here ever since um she's brought us to all five of our national championships countless 
academic All-Americans, athletic All-Americans, um, very, very um, impactful group of alumni have come through here and gone on to be doctors and PAs and lawyers and you name it. Um, so she's she's had a great track record here. Um, and she's kept me around, so I'm grateful for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Jen brings a, a lot to the team, obviously, as all head coaches, you know, do and should. She's as organized as you'd hope. Um, she, you know, to, you know, for a good reason, because that's probably not one of my strong suits. She's organized. She's scheduled. She's structured. Um, again, really a lot of key things that you want in a head coach. Um, she's very headstrong. She's always going to fight for her athletes and make sure that, you know, her athletes, um, are in the best situation possible academically, athletically, and honestly in, in life. Um, so I think she brings a ton to the table um, beyond just her gymnastics knowledge and background. Um, so yeah. we're very lucky to have her. Um, our other assistant coach is Acacia Fossum. She is also a alumni, a Warhawk alumni. So um, Acacia graduated in co right during COVID and 2020, unfortunately, um, she was a fantastic athlete here. She was a sophomore when I graduated from my fifth year. So we actually got two years on the team together, which is cool. Um, so she she graduated in 2020. Um, interestingly enough, she was also an environmental science major. <laughs> um, so um, she, she also went and worked in the field, um, her academic field for a couple years right after she graduated with her bachelor's degree. Um, it was a very tricky time for her during COVID and all of that and um, remote work and, you know, just yeah. kind of not the best situation that she was hoping to stick with long term. So she, um, this past year, um, I, myself and the other assistant coach uh, actually had, had babies right around the same time in January, um, right when competition season was kicking off mm. uh, so tough timing but acacia stepped in um and really helped the team during that time while we were kind of in and out and transitioning yeah <laughs> you know babies and back to work and all of that stuff so she she stepped in um this past january and has been with us ever since so uh, we're very lucky to have her she is primarily our beam coach she also assists with um, recruiting, obviously the other events too. We all kind of have our own specialty. So Jen really prioritizes bars. Um, I am primarily coach fault. Acacia primarily coaches beam, but honestly, it's all hands on deck, especially yeah. on floor. It is really all hands on deck because it's, there's a lot to floor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she brings a lot of, a lot of passion, a lot of fire. Yeah. Um, she's spunky. She's energetic. Um, she's gonna, you know, she's gonna push the girls for sure, but she also likes to have fun and keep it enjoyable. Um, so she's, she's bringing a lot of energy to the team, which is always necessary. Um, and then, yeah, I coach vault. Um, I'm the other assistant coach. Um, I, I don't know. I bring <laughs> some good stuff to the team. Um, <laughs> I think it's always hard sometimes. To, uh, yes, I can understand that. I think um, I think I bring like similar to occasion a lot of ways. I bring a lot of passion, um, a lot of heart to the team. I mean, Pete, you you know, yeah. I love gymnastics. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm so lucky. I'm just I'm like happy to be here and lucky to be here. And so I want to 
you know, instill a lot of positivity into my athletes and, you know, I don't know, give them all of the opportunities that, that they deserve. So um, right. I really want to like inspire them and push them and help them achieve the goals that they want to achieve. Um, so I think that's kind of like my, my vibe, my motto. Um, and then we, so last year, the other assistant coach that had a baby, her name is Siri, who is also a Warhawk alumni. Love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> A three a group of three of us, um, all Warhawk alumni, all coached by Jen. Siri, who also had a baby in the spring or in like the winter last year, right before season, she and her husband um, ended up moving over the summer because he took a, a great new position. So we're very excited for them. But she's not um, assistant coach for us anymore. She's more helping with some um, logistics stuff and some recruiting here and there. So. Um, so yeah, it's kind of, it's really the three of us, Acacia, Jen, and I, um, girl power, ready yeah. to take on, ready to take on the world. What are some of the goals that you guys have as a program? And then what are some of the values that you guys have and the standards that you guys have in your program? Yeah. So I think goals, I mean, I could talk about gymnastics goals all day. You know, we want this many, you know, twisters on vault and X amount of 10.0 plus bar routines, you know, start values and so on and so forth. You know, we've got definitely our individual event goals, individual goals for our team um, and our team members. But really, I think our goal for this year is to, to, to climb, like to get back to where we want to be. And I think we all know, like, you know, qualifying for nationals, contending for a national championship is always on the radar. Yeah. Um, we don't want that to be our sole focus because there's a lot of things we have to do to get there. Yeah. Um, but I think as a team, we want to, we want to continue to climb. We've got a very young team, um, very strong team. They're, they're awesome. A lot of new faces in the gym the past two years, really, um, which is great, but definitely a lot of, you know, learning opportunities for all of us. Um, so, yeah, I think the biggest one is we're gonna we're gonna continue to push. We're gonna continue to climb and try to get back to where we want to be as a team. Um, yeah. We we've done a lot of like vision work with our team, which I think is important. Um, you know, ask like really asking them beyond just stuff in the gym. Like, what what do we want? Why do we want it? And how are we gonna get there? Yeah. Um, so that it's not just go into the gym, do skills and leave. It's, it's a whole culture shift. Um, and that's something that's, that's very important to me. Why are we doing the things that we're doing if we don't know why we're doing them? So right. kind of finding that why in our gymnastics, why are we here? What do we want out of that? You know, asking those, those key questions. Um, I think that's so kind of like shifting the culture a little bit. And then also, bringing in some like leadership and teamwork activities um you're, you're only you're gonna like okay there's this like quote alone you can go far or alone you can go fast together you can go far right yeah. so like that kind of mindset of it's not an individual sport anymore you right. know even probably some college teams it is a little bit individualized like we want to really remind these girls and you know ensure that they really feel that it's a team effort every day in the gym is a team effort every meet is a team effort our goals at the end of the year are only going to happen if it's a team effort so really instilling in them like 
the value of teamwork and sisterhood and like just working together to achieve goals is huge. Um, And I think leadership too, again, you know, I mentioned we have a very young team, a lot of new faces, um, letting them know that anyone can be a leader. Anyone can step up and help, you know, elevate the team. Um, That's such an important key thing that, you know, sometimes freshmen are a little nervous or quiet, but they can be some of our loudest, you know, leaders and pushers. Um, So, yeah, I think our goal is to really, you know, instill in the athletes that the control is in their hands. It's in our hands as a team. Um, We just have to make the right moves and, and keep pushing forward. You compete, and what the, what does that look like? How many fans do you guys get? And then we'll kind of dive into the conference. Compete. So we're in the Wisconsin Intercollegiate Athletic Conference, so the WEAC. Um, we compete against the Division three schools in Wisconsin and then also Minnesota. Um, so we do a lot of meets in this region. Um, we're also welcoming one more school next year, so that should be exciting. Um, we love expanding college gymnastics. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we'll, we always do our meets, you know, within the conference. Those are kind of a must. We try to hit every conference school every year to, to meet those requirements. Um, but then we also like to do travel meets or like bigger meets to division one schools, kind of get out of the state, get out of the region a little bit. Um, so our schedule has dropped so I can share where we're going this year. We're going down to Tennessee to the Tennessee classic. Um, I don't exactly know what other teams are competing there at the moment, but it's usually a bigger meet, um, so that'll be fun. And then we go down to Northern Illinois University. So it's kind of local, but a little bit of a bigger meet. Usually they've got three or four teams there. Um, so in this past, we've gone everywhere. Goodness, we've gone to North Carolina, um, California, Texas, Alaska they went for my time. Colorado, record I don't know, you name it. We've gone all over the place. So yeah. um, we like to travel. We like to incorporate some fun stuff when we travel to get the girl. You know, sometimes that may be their first time going to that state or city. So letting them do some fun stuff when we're out there is, is really good. Um, yeah. Yeah, so and then every every other year we flip-flop where Nationals is. So there's another Division three conference out in the east. Um, so like New York ish area <laughs> northeast um really so like pennsylvania um new york area typically and we'll again like flip-flop we'll have nationals out there one year and then back in the west one year and back and forth so we tend to travel a couple times a year um which is great this year our nationals are out in Ursinus, so that'll be fun gosh i don't know if it's been, if we've been there it's been a long time it was again pre my time um so yeah what are some things that you guys look for in your recruits, like the ones that are of age? What are some of the standards that you're kind of looking for, both athletically, character-wise? What do you expect from them? And lastly, this is kind of a three-part question, with Division three, if I don't have all the skills, can I still have an opportunity? And is there room for me to keep growing and learning skills? Incoming athletes, those interested in being recruited, um, there's a few things that we look for again, like athletically and beyond, um, basic athletic pieces. So like gymnastics, you know, we want to see those working towards a 10.0 start value on vault. Um, that's kind of the direction. It's crazy to say that as a division three coach saying we want, you know, 
fulls and beyond, like your chinkle layout fulls and beyond, or souk layout fulls, um, or for enhancing front pikes and pike halves, like that's crazy. Um, but that's kind of the direction we're going in. You know, we're looking for those 10.0 start values. We're inching towards 10.0 start values, you know, have a full, but working one and a half, that, that's fantastic. Um, bars is similar, you know, we're looking for 10.0 start values. We're looking for major releases, um, bonus in into or in the dismount. So D and E dismounts, um, two bar changes, kind of all of those basic requirements. Yeah. Um, and then beyond that, you know, college is huge on hitting handstands, um, good form, obviously consistency is huge. Um, beam consistency is huge. 10.0 start values, I feel like are a little easier to get on beam. We have a lot of girls that often come in with that. Um, so that's pretty good, but being able to stay on the beam is not an easy task. So, um, knowing girls are coming in, you know, confident, um, clean, consistent, the three C's, um, that's, that's a key. That's key for beam, um, floor, Again, I feel like I'm kind of repetitive, but the basic requirements, you know, your front tumbling, your back tumbling, all of the um, skill values you need, your bonus, so uh, 10.0 start values. Um, there's rules are pretty similar to level 10, um, but there are some like minor differences in the college code versus the um, club gymnastics code of points or high school gymnastics is way different. But um, for college, you know, Having the 10.0 start value on floor, your front tumbling, your back tumbling, um, consistency, you know, good landing, staying in bounds. That's a huge one in college. Yeah. Um, those are kind of just the basic things that we're looking for. You know, it's um, meeting the requirements, you know, those, those start values and having the key skills. And um, we're pretty... You know, it's, it's competitive for sure, but we're also open to, you know, let's say a girl is interested in being recruited and she's got a fantastic, you know, vault and bars um, and pretty good floor, but like beam isn't quite there. We're willing to, you know, work with athletes, kind of leading into one of your other questions, um, or they've got three solid events, but they don't have a major release on bars, but they're working on it. You know, we're willing to work with athletes. Um, or an injury happens. This the, I feel like in college, that's pretty common. Like you have a lingering injury, so we need to adjust your gymnastics or um, an injury happens and we just need to adjust the skills you're doing. So, you know, maybe flip-flop layouts on beam hurt the knee that you land to your layout on, um, but a front aerial back handspring hurts less. I don't, you know, I'm just an example. Yeah. Um, or a round off one and a half dismount on beam is tricky. So you learn to gain or full off the side. We're all about helping craft your gymnastics to suit you physically um, and mentally yeah. um, because mental blocks, you know, they happen. Um, but um, yeah, so we're willing to adjust and be flexible. We are all about continuing to learn skills in college. And I think that's, again, probably something that not every team is about. Um, some teams are more probably into like maintaining and just getting that core routine solid and like, let's get those nine nines and above, but we really value continuing to make gymnastics fun. Yeah. Um, and that's so important because it can get really redundant if you do the same exact skills, the same exact routines, same exact assignments every day for four years. So, um, yeah, so upgrades are important. I, I'll never forget. I learned a new skill on beam, my least favorite event, my fifth year, my senior year, like in 
January or February. <laughs> like it's never wow. too late to yeah. keep learning skills um, yeah. and to continue to better your gymnastics. So we, we do that every day. Um, beyond just the skills, I think obviously academics are huge. You know, we want to make sure that our one, our university requirements, the GPA standards, um, all of that stuff, like you would be accepted into the university um, and your education needs fit with what our school offers. So um, we have the majors that you're looking for and the programs that you're interested in. That's obviously a huge one. So we don't want someone to come here just for gymnastics. You're you're coming here for your academic career. Um, yeah. Honestly, that's what you're coming here for. And your academic or your athletics are kind of a bonus. That's the way I look at it, at least. You know, yeah. we want we definitely want you to do to do your gymnastics, but gymnastics ends after college most yeah. of the time. Um, your academics will take you into your you know career and you know potentially the rest of your life, like what you're going to be doing. So we want to make sure that our academics align with what our potential incoming athletes are looking for. Um, and honestly, for me, personality, work ethic, like huge um, yeah. we want to make sure that someone coming into the team is going to be just they're going to work hard they're going to be they're going to communicate communication is so huge yeah. they're going to be a positive impact on the team and and push our team in a, the right direction yeah. um, we, again we mentioned earlier we want to continue to elevate our team so we want to bring in people that are going to do that um i you know expect out of those interested in pursuing in our team to you know, reach out. Um, we have a recruiting questionnaire online. Um, our email addresses are online. Reach out, introduce yourself, ask questions, continue to communicate throughout the recruiting process, um, and we'll respond as we are able. And based on your you know age and grade and all that stuff, yeah. um, following the following the rules. But um, we wanna you know we wanna have those conversations with you if you're interested. Um, but I can't emphasize enough how stringent Division Three gymnastics has become just due to the crazy skill level we're doing. Yeah. It's a great problem, but yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool. Did I answer everything? No, I think you did. Okay. Great. When it comes to the financial piece, is the state school correct? Mm -hmm. How is it regards to the tuition there and for academics? Like, is there good opportunities for people who have good, uh, academics to go. So what are some of the resources that you guys provide for athletes? And also, what does it look like for in-state and out-state athletes? Yeah, I love this question. Um, finances are so important. Um, as much as, you know, I wish they weren't for anyone and college is free or cheap and easy, and I, that's not realistic. So um, I completely understand difficult financial situations, and um, we want to be as transparent as possible. We, alongside our admissions and financial aid, all of our departments are pretty straightforward about finances. We are an incredibly reasonably priced university. Um, kind of going back to, again, my recruiting journey, I was interested in walking on somewhere um, in Illinois, and I was in state because I was from Illinois and it was almost half as expensive to come out of state here than going to an in-state school as a walk-on. Um, so one, very reasonably priced. And I know Illinois is a little, tends to be a little bit pricier than some of the other states, but um, very reasonably priced as it is. Um, beyond being reasonably priced university, we offer um, in-state tuition and out-of-state 
tuition, but we there are some programs out there to support out-of-state students. Um, a lot of them are based on academics, so um, the, the higher your GPA is, the more likely you are to get some of that uh, scholarship for your academics. Um, we also have the federal aid program, so the FAFSA program, um, so students that are um, get like the Pell Grant or applicable, you know, can get su supplemental grants and um, loans through FAFSA that completely applies at our university. Um, and then we've, al we've also got some extra programs. So I don't know if any other Wisconsin school does this, but we offer a textbook rental program instead of textbook purchase. So you'll literally save probably a couple thousand dollars in your time here just being able to rent textbooks instead of purchasing them. Um, so I think that's a great program because what are you going to do with a huge textbook when you're done with that class? So I think that's a really good um, opportunity to save some money. And then they have, you, you might have to buy a random like English reading book here and there, very, very randomly. Um, They're again, really reasonably priced. And they also offer a buyback program. So the books that you do have to buy, which is very few and far between, the, the school can, they have like a buyback program. Um, there's, again, more opportunities. We have a work-study program, so those that are interested in working and going to school. Um, there's a work-study program that you can apply for um, where you're able to work on campus, you know, a certain amount of hours per week, and that supplements, you know, there's, I think if it still is how it was when I was there, there's still, like, you can have it come off of your tuition. It kind of goes in almost like a, like a grant or scholarship in a way, but basically, you're working to offset some of your tuition costs. Um, and then in program and like once you are admitted and in like a certain program, so again, for, for sciences, for letters and sciences, our um, college it, that I went through, there's in-program scholarships that you can also apply for. Um, at home before you would come to school, there's probably private scholarships you can also apply for on top of any academic aid you may be getting to come here. But once you're in a program, um, there's tons of different scholarships. You just kind of have to go out and find them. We have a portal where you can search. Um, there's scholarships you can get for uh, anything from just great academics to specific academic programs, to research scholarships, to travel scholarships, to be able to present research or uh, attend a conference. Um, I, I took the opportunity to apply for a research scholarship my senior year and I was awarded that and that was a huge, huge help. So tons of opportunities out there. Again, you kind of just have to go out and find them. Um, I think those are the big ones. Yeah, the last yeah. question I have really about gymnastics is what gets the Warhawks excited to compete? And then you yeah. finish off by kind of sharing whatever things you'd like the viewers and listeners to know. Think. And I'm speaking for this year, for this upcoming year. The Warhawks are hungry. They're excited. You know, they didn't finish where they wanted to. I keep saying they, we. We didn't finish where we wanted to last year. Um, so we're really ready for, for a comeback. Um, and I think that's exciting. It's To me, you know, last year's in the past. And it's always kind of cool to, to be the underdog and to kind of work back to, to where you want to be. Um, so I think that... They're very hungry. Again, and I mentioned this earlier, you know, in the talk, they are an extremely hardworking group of girls and they're very fun. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna push each other and I think, you know, we're gonna do what we need to do to get back to where we wanna be this year. So 
Um, I think it's definitely fun going up against our conference competitors. Um, we have a very competitive conference as it is, um, you know, arguably, you know, almost all of them can be great competition for us. Um, I think it's definitely fun. We, we love hosting meets because it gets really loud. You know, we've got a great, um, we compete oftentimes in our volleyball gym and we can really pack those stands. And so it's, it's fun to host a meet and have one of our conference competitors come in. It's a big crowd and the energy's good. Um, all, all of our conference competitors for the most part can give us some really good competition. So that, and that's great because we have a, we have a super hard conference and we like utilizing all these other teams to help push us all to be better. You know, if we were like cream of the crop and had really no competition, how, how do you get better? So, um, having good competition is, is key. Um, I think it's also fun though, alternatively going to the bigger D1 meets because we love to give them a run for their money. Make them, make them look twice and be like, are they, who are they? Who's my winner? No, I love <laughs> um, that. It's fun. Yeah, we've, we've beaten D1 teams in the past and um, individually, but also as a team. And so I think that makes people look twice at Division Three and like, okay, they're doing good stuff. Yeah. I mean, we're, we, we're doing fulls on vault. We're doing huge releases on bars, not just one or two of us, but like our whole lineup. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So I think it's definitely fun. It it's eye opening for our girls to see like we're doing the same stuff that they're doing. We're scoring competitively with what they're doing, yeah. and we're not getting paid to do it. We are purely there because we love the sport. Yep. You know, we're, it's not a job. It's it's we come in every day for the sole purpose that we love gymnastics. Yeah. Um, so it, I think Division Three is really it's inspiring. Honestly, um, every athlete is in the gym only because they love the sport yeah. there's no there's nothing financially holding them there there's nothing like i have to do this or my scholarship or my spot here you know they're they're just there because they love it um yeah. so th and you can see that you can feel that when you go to a division three meet i mean you experience that i'm sure um yeah. coming from some d1 experience to division three it's so passionate and powerful to be part of something so big yeah that is purely driven off of passion and love yeah um, so oh i just got goosebumps i mm. think it's just exciting yeah <laughs> um and it's it's cool you know we've, we've got girls we've got division one transfers we get or other division transfers we get often and um just hearing that they're they're here and they're having a good experience and they love it and they're like wow like this is this is tough like we're doing tough stuff I'm like i know yeah <laughs> i think i mean if you can't tell from our talk, I'm extremely, you know, invested in the program and um, just the, the staff we have here, the university, it's a very special place to be. I think it speaks to a lot of what we're doing here that, you know, three of our alumni that within the past year have come back to, not just the past year, but within the past year, there's been three of us, the assistant coaches that have gone through the program gone through the university we were student athletes here and we still we had such a great experience that we left what we were doing full you know full time like our jobs to come back to really devote ourselves to this university and the program um amazing i think it's cool i mean i, I don't know i and i couldn't imagine coaching anywhere else um and i th again i think it just speaks to like 
it's such a great family atmosphere and welcoming environment. Um, it's an awesome place to be. And beyond that, I think more so just on like, you know, rec the recruiting side of things, they do a lot of recruiting. I think all athletes pursuing college athletics should be interested or open to all college athletics. Um, speaking from my own experience and working with recruits in the past, Division One sounds great. You know, there's a ton of fantastic Division One schools out there, but don't, you know, close the door on other opportunities if it means that you get to spend four more years doing a sport that you love just yeah. because of a number. Um, I just, you know, I want people to keep an open mind about that because I know I didn't, and if I didn't keep an open mind about that, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I ask anyone like interested in learning more about Whitewater, whether it's academically or athletically, you know, reach out. Um, we've got all of our information academically on our website. We've got our sports page where you can find contact information for our coaching staff. Um, it's a fantastic place to be. So I'm happy with open arms welcoming future Warhawks and um, sharing more about our university. Thank you so much for joining the podcast and talking about whitewater thank you everybody for tuning in to another episode of heated conversations with the university of wisconsin whitewater chloe edgren assistant coach if you have any interest in the program reach out to them i'll link their uh, website on the bio and for any recruits that are of age to be able to fill out their questionnaire i'll link that as well remember to subscribe hit that notification bell so you can always get the new episodes comments and ask any questions that you either may have or any comments that you have from the podcast or anything like that. And please share. I want to be able to get this to as many coaches, athletes, and parents to inform them about the other opportunities that are out there so they can find a home that is going to really launch them into their future, into their careers, and be able to find family, just like Chloe was man mentioning, that goes beyond just the time that you're in school, but that you have lifelong relationships with. And again, thank you for joining another episode of Heat Conversation. We'll see you on the next one.